Hey, Camp Kids. Welcome back to the Camp Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you are currently in your camp experience or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. Today, I'm breaking down my first ever backpacking trip giving you a summary of everything that happened and maybe some lessons that I learned along the journey. So any great journey starts with how you prep for it. Since this was my first time ever going out on a backpacking trip, I wanted to make sure that I was extremely prepared and put myself in a situation to where I would set myself up for success. So because this was my first backpacking experience, I didn't buy all of my own equipment. I rented most of it. So I borrowed a backpack and I borrowed a hammock with hammock straps, a rain fly and an under quilt along with some extra water supplies from my boss, which really helped considering that this was my first experience. That would have been a lot of money to be able to put down for just a one-time experience, whether knowing whether you like it or not. So that was wonderful. I did purchase a hiking pole, which I found very beneficial along the journey. I also purchased an extra water bottle, just a regular one. I really like the ones that label on the side of it. They have, they're technically 32 ounces, but they hold more than 32 ounces. They are measured on the side. They're big. They fit into cup holders. Um, you'll probably see them. You probably see them out a lot. They've got the times on the other side of like, oh, you did it. You drank too. Well, I went ahead and bought another one of those. I had one already. And I also bought a very fancy water filtration water bottle. It is actually a squishy water bottle, so it's not a hard water bottle. So when it's not filled, it can just squeeze together and fit right into a pocket, take up a little space. It has a filter right on top of it, and it's a squeeze bottle. So you can either use it for personal use, which I didn't end up actually putting my mouth on the squeeze part and ended up using it as a water bottle. I used it as a filtration system, which ended up being a lifesaver. So I bought two water bottles and I bought a hiking pole. So I spent, oh, probably about a hundred bucks just on my own with stuff and rented the rest of the year. I also went ahead and packed my backpack a week ahead of time. So the Sunday before I left, I went ahead and packed my backpack with everything that I thought that I was going to need. Then I trained with the backpack on for about four to five sessions with the full pack. So at this time, I was hiking in a new location every single day. If you have been following me on my personal journey, I am actually in the middle of a program called 75 Hard, where I am getting at least one outdoor workout a day for 45 minutes. So getting these training sessions wasn't really that big of a deal. It was finding new locations to be able to challenge myself. The first time that I went out with the backpack, it was just on a gravel road. And I was like, oh my gosh, I already feel this already. The second and third times I was able to get in some hills and some hiking in there to get a real sense of what it felt like. And as I was training with it, the backpack did feel easier. So that was really nice. Another way that I also prepped that was really beneficial was I brought four days worth of food for a two-day backpacking journey. I kind of did this on accident and then realized quickly in the journey that more food is not a bad thing. And I'll kind of get into some of those details, how all of that came in handy later on. So I did a very good job of prepping, which I really do think helped make the experience wonderful. So the way that I was able to go on this backpacking trip is through the organization that I work for. And we had set up an excursion for a long weekend to be able to go to Devil's Den State Park, which is in Arkansas. Now from Kansas City, 
It took us about four hours or so to get down there, give or take with some stops. That being said, we took about 16 girls with us down there. So we did have to stop quite frequently for this trip, which was totally fine. We accommodated for that very well. The people that I had in my van, we really bonded through music. And so we built some playlists, had a really fun time listening to music. And I also even found an old camper from my home camp from back when I was a camp director in a different Girl Scout council. She had recognized me and I thought that that was a really magical moment that we had both moved up to the same area. The travel going down there was nice. So what we decided to do was we took Friday to travel down and to go ahead and get a sense of what the trail was like and camp out on the trail. Well, as soon as we head out for the trail, I was holding up the back of the line and we immediately got lost. So the map that we were using shows not only the trail, but the outer road. And we ended up taking the outer road. Thankfully, we recognized that pretty early on in the while we were going out there, we immediately turned around and were able to find our way back and join the rest of the group. But it was great for us to be able to experience that firsthand because then we were able to be like, yep, we've got to be able to call more clearly for a stop, make sure that everybody stops when they are on the trail. That way we can all stick together. So that was really nice that we were able to fix that immediately. Once we got that all fixed, we probably camped out about a mile or so into the trail. There was a trail camp that we were able to stay at, which was really nice for our first night. So we essentially stop on the trail. We set up our hammocks. We get a fire going and we eat our MREs. And at this time, girls are starting to ask, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Where do I go? And even though we did have a very formal Zoom meeting ahead of time to talk about this situation, there were still some people who signed up for this trip who didn't know how to pop squat in the woods. So that was a fun conversation that I got to facilitate, which is very interesting. If you're getting ready to go on a backpacking trip, know what you got to do for the whole time. So with that being said, I also got to eat my first MRE and it was absolutely delicious. Oh my gosh. I don't know if it was just because it was hot and I was sweating and I'm hungry because I've been burning a lot of calories. But when I had my first MRE, I was like, this is this is actually not bad. This could be kind of shoved in the back of my pantry in case, you know, worst case scenario or something like that. I did not set up my underquilt right for my hammock. So even though it was super hot during the day, And when I went to bed, it was super hot. It got chilly in the night because we had a bit of wind that came through. So I was a bit cold throughout the night. But the good thing about how we did our bedtime routine was when the sun went down, we went to bed. And when the sun came up is when we got up. So that gave us a good 11, 12 hours of sleep. So even though my first night's rest wasn't extremely restful, there was still a lot of time in there for me to be able to get adequate rest that I still felt right and ready to go for our next full day on the trail. So with that being said, I did wake up pretty early that second day and went ahead and got a fire started to be able to get some protein oats going. As I mentioned before, I am on 75 hard, so I did sneak off into the woods for a little bit to go get some of my critical tasks done for that and was able to get some water boiling pretty quickly and make my protein oats. Since it's really dry out there, really starting a fire was not a bit of a problem. I did pack out my own protein powder to be able to make my own protein oats, which was really, really, really nice. The morning hike went super great. 
Our first water stop happened almost immediately, and we took our time to be able to fill up all of our water, which, you know, takes a long time when you're filtrating water with, you know, 18 people. As I mentioned before, my squishy water bottle filter really, really was a lifesaver. And I'm very glad that I actually didn't use it as a water bottle and I used it more as a filtration because if I would have put my mouth on that, I wouldn't have been able to share that with anybody. And it just filtered water super fast. It was super clean. I was really, really, really pleased with it. So after we filled up our water bottles, there were some caves that were nearby that we went through exploring through for just a little bit, got some nice pictures, and then we headed back out on the trail. We had a very early lunch because we were making really good time and went ahead and hit the river. So we were able to get some more access to water again. Unfortunately, this was the last big water access until almost right off the trail. So the only bad thing that I have to say about Devil's Den State Park is that it is super, super, super dry. We were supposedly supposed to be crossing through a lot of creeks that had dried up and just water access was a really, really, really big problem. As I mentioned before, I am on the 75 hard program, so I am required to drink a gallon of water a day. And so that made it very, very challenging when it came to dinner time. So because I brought that extra food, I was able to barter my food with some of the other people on the trip because as I mentioned before, I'm following a very strict diet plan being on 75 hard. I'm only eating clean items for some of those extra carbohydrates that had extra added sugar in them. I really didn't need to utilize that source of energy. So I was able to barter for some beef sticks. Now I had packed my own beef sticks within a Ziploc bag, a small, you know, quarter size Ziploc bag that was in a gallon size Ziploc bag that was inside of my backpack. The ants chewed through both bags and were able to get into those beef sticks. So I did not have that adequate source of fat and protein that I really needed. So because I brought that extra food, I was able to get some of those items from other kids, which, you know, beef stick isn't very high on the want list for a teenager, but a granola bar or Cheez-Its or whatever is. So I was able to barter, get some of those back into my belt so that I could get that protein. The afternoon is where it got a bit rough. Now, as I mentioned, this trip did happen at the beginning of October, but it was still really, really, really hot outside. It got almost to 90 degrees while we were on the hike. So it did get a bit rough with that heat. We had to stop and take a lot of breaks. And I almost drank all of the gallon of water that I had spared for that day on that hike. I had maybe saved, you know, a good 10 ounces for dinner that night which was really scary because technically you're not supposed to use the water that you cook with as counting for your water for your gallon. So yeah, it got a little, little hairy there because the water was so scarce. We took a lot of breaks and we even had some steep climbs up rocks, but we were still able to make camp around five o'clock or so, which put us at about two and a half miles from ending the trail from the finish. I was able to barter for some cooking water that night so that I was able to still meet my gallon of water goal. I had another MRE, which was awesome. And I also led a stretching session that night. Most of it was all standing stretching as we didn't stay at a trail camp, so it wasn't very flat. We kind of made our own camp along the trail. However, it still worked out very well. And I think that that stretching saved me going into the next day as I really wasn't super duper sore. We went to bed early again, and since I figured out the whole underquilt situation, I slept beautifully that night. I did not wake up early on the third day because I was 
doggone tired after hiking probably close to nine miles or so that day. And I didn't have any water to cook with, so I had my protein bar instead of cooking protein oats, which was fine. Once again, really glad that I brought extra food on this trip. We packed up, we hit the trail, and it was super cool. It was 65 or or so degrees, which granted, not typical October weather, but it's still with that drastic change from 90 to 65, we were like, oh my gosh, it's cold. And so we sang Christmas carols a little bit on the way down, even though it's you know, a little early for that, but it made us very happy. We hit another river. And so we were able to get some water and I could finally have some protein oats. So then, um, we, I was able to make it to the campground, essentially having full on protein and feeling good. It was still of a bit of a hike once we made it to the campground to make it back to the parking lot. And so we ended up getting in at about an extra mile or so, just making it back to where our cars were parked. Then we were able to change Having an extra change of clothes waiting for me in the car was fantastic. I did bring on an extra change of clothes on the trail. So I hiked out. I stayed in the same clothes Friday and Saturday night. And then I changed clothes right before I went to bed Saturday night. And then changed them again before I got into the car after having a baby wipe bath in the bathroom. So that helped me feel a lot better on the trip home. I filled up my water. We hit the road. We had Brahms for lunch, which was awesome because I'm from Southwest Missouri and Brahms is wonderful and we made it home safe and sound. So will I be doing another backpacking trip? Absolutely. I will be doing another backpacking trip. It was fantastic. And even with the shortage of water, we were still able to make everything work. I think the next time that I go on a backpacking trip, I'm going to continue to pack more food than what I actually need, and I'm also going to pack another water. I think I'm going to try to carry a gallon of water with me because I only carried about three-fourths of a gallon, and I noticed that that was just a little bit less than what I actually needed. So I'm going to do that next time, carry more water. If you know of any great backpacking trails around, let me know, and once the season hits again to go backpacking, I will absolutely be out there with you. All right, camp kids, that was my first backpacking trip experience. If you liked this episode, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We want to keep our camp kids community growing by spreading it to others who are also a part of the camp community. Please go ahead and leave us a rating or review, preferably a five-star rating so that others can also find our podcast. Next week, we will be dropping our first panel episode, so stay tuned for that. That is all that I have for you for now, but remember that this is good night and not goodbye.